0: Hey there! Welcome to the Joyful Movement Show. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, mom, recovering dieter, and founder of Radiant Vitality Wellness. As a personal trainer with my own story of body acceptance, I've seen firsthand how diet culture influences the fitness industry and the damage it causes the women I work with, keeping them on the start-stop cycle, struggling to find motivation. It's now my mission to empower women to break free from torturous exercise, restrictive eating, and body shame. Stick with me and I'll help you discover what moves you so that you can tap into that burning motivation deep inside yourself and experience joyful movement, peace with food, and feel confident in your own skin. Are you ready? Let's lace up our runners, pop the earbuds in, and go for a walk while we chat. Hello friends, and welcome to episode one of the Joyful Movement Show. I'm thrilled to have finally jumped into the podcasting world. It's been a dream of mine for a while, and you know, I can't say that I'm 100% confident, but I'm a big believer in taking imperfect action because let's face it, we're never really ready to start something new, are we? But I do know this, there are a whole lot of women out there who are struggling with willpower, motivation, body image, avoiding exercise, or feeling like they need to kill themselves in the gym, all in an effort to get that ideal body. And I can't wait one more day to share my message of joyful, body-respecting movement to help you learn to embrace and care for the body you have right now. I want to thank you for being here, whether you follow me on social media or found this podcast through a search, whether you're an avid exerciser or have never worked out a day in your life, the fact that you're here tells me you're curious about Joyful Movement and understanding exercise in a different way, so kudos to you. I thought I'd just take today's show to get to know each other a little bit better. I want to tell you a little bit about myself and how I came to discover Joyful Movement and how this show came to be. In the coming episodes, we'll unpack the 10 principles of Joyful Movement to help you gain a deeper understanding of how you can have fun with exercise yourself. So I'm Kim, 43-year-old mom of four children. My eldest three children, I have a daughter who's 16, a son who's 13, and my next daughter is 10. They're all from my first marriage, which ended back in 2014. I've since remarried to my amazing husband, Scott, and together we have a son who is three. Of course, I can't forget to mention my fur baby and devoted running partner, Billy the dog. We all live together in a small town in Midwestern Ontario, Canada, and it's there that I operate my wellness business, Radiant Vitality. I've been a personal trainer since 2012 and a registered holistic nutritionist since 2015, and I never, ever thought that I'd be working in this field. If you've known me for a long time, since childhood, it's likely the last thing you would have pictured me doing too, but more on that in a little bit. I'm actually a nurse by training. I graduated from Western University in 2000, but I haven't practiced nursing for about 12, 13 years. I had taken some time off when my second child was born to be a stay-at-home mom for a little while, and very long story short, my life and career ended up going in a whole other direction. The journey to where I'm at now is long and winding. Bear with me as I attempt to hit the highlights. I have to say I do feel a bit vulnerable sharing some of these things with you, but I have a feeling that many of you will relate to parts of my story, and I think it's important that you know that I'm not this fit, perfect trainer who's got it all figured out. Far from it. This might surprise you, but I'm not naturally good at sports. I was anything but athletic as a child and teen, even into my 30s. For as long as I can remember, I thought I was clumsy, I had no coordination, I was slow, I couldn't run the length of my driveway, and I was picked on for it. I went to a school that actually had only eight girls in the class, and I still got cut from every sports team, and I was the last kid chosen for pickup sports at recess. No joke. I avoided physical activity at all costs. I was also a bit bigger than most of the girls my age, both in height and stature, and I was really self-conscious about that. Combined with my ineptitude at sports, it was a perfect recipe for poor self-esteem and body image. But then when I was 12, I distinctly remember a comment being made by a loved one about my belly pooch that started years of restrictive eating in an effort to try to change this broken part of my body. Of course, I knew nothing about nutrition or dieting back in those days. I just started skipping meals or I wouldn't have desserts. But as I moved into adulthood, I started participating in formal diets and weight loss programs. I lost weight a number of times, always to put it back on and never being able to lose my pooch, which I hated. Fast forward to 2010. I would just had my third baby and I was a stay at home mom in a not so happy marriage I'd put my nursing career on hold, and I was okay with that, but I was really struggling with my identity, and I was living in this larger body that I hated. I saw my body as the source of all the unhappiness I was experiencing in life. I don't know if any of you can identify with that feeling, and I really didn't want to diet again because I'd tried that many times without any lasting results, but I was dying to lose the weight because I felt horrible about myself for letting myself go. So I tried something different this time. I hired a personal trainer and you guys, she was amazing. We're still really good friends and she's one of my favorite people. And this is kind of a funny story. You know, I wasn't good at sports. I had never really worked out before because of my traumatic experiences with sports. And I remember my trainer asking me to hold a plank for the first time. And I thought she was talking about a piece of wood. So (laughs) not kidding. So she had to be super patient with me and teach me a lot of things, but guys, I took this physical training on like it was my job. Like I rocked it. I felt strong and powerful and successful for the first time in a really long time. And my body started to change, which got me a lot of positive attention. And that felt really good too. Eventually, I started learning a little bit more about clean eating because I'm kind of a perfectionist, and I really wanted to excel at this whole get in shape thing, and I believed that nutrition was the missing piece. And of course, as my body went through a physical transformation, people started asking me what I was doing and seeing me as a source of inspiration, and I felt like I had a purpose, an identity outside of being a mom, and that's what propelled me to pursue personal training and nutrition as a career. I opened a small fitness studio in my home, which actually grew to be a pretty successful business for me, one that I really loved. But here's the thing. I was walking a really slippery slope. I didn't realize it at the time. I thought that my weight loss and my new career were the answers to my low self-esteem, poor body image, and really all the problems I had in life, focusing on my health, aka my body. Gave me something else to think about outside of my unhappy marriage, and the validation I got made me feel like I had a purpose. I really thought that having the ideal body would make me happy. Guess what? It didn't. And I wasn't actually healthy either. You guys, I was working out probably two hours a day. I never ate sugar. I counted all my macros. I did cleanses and shake systems, always trying to be or do better. I went nine months one time without a period, and I wasn't even pregnant. It was nothing short of obsession. Well, on the outside, it looked like I was this great athlete winning races, running marathons, the picture of health, and had all my shit together. What was really going on were constant injuries, insomnia, anxiety, and extremely restrictive eating, and I wasn't happy. All to maintain this image I had created for myself. I had my whole being, my whole worth as a person tied up in my appearance and body. And guess what? I still had that belly pooch that I hated. Fast forward a little more. I met Scott. We fell in love and I started having a little more fun in life, which meant putting on some happy pounds, which I continued to try to control, although it was getting a lot harder. My metabolism was starting to respond negatively to my long-term restrictive ways. Eventually, we got married and had a baby age and he has down syndrome and his arrival just turned everything that I thought was so important on its head. He is an amazing boy. We love him. We wouldn't change anything about him or his diagnosis, but as soon as he arrived, I realized I had way bigger fish to fry than maintaining this quote, ideal body. I no longer had time to devote an hour a day to exercise, let alone two And I didn't have the mental strength to worry about the perfect diet or the ideal body. This little human needed me to be present. For quite a while, I felt like a failure and that I was making excuses because I couldn't maintain my previous lifestyle or body size. And I felt like an enormous fraud in my industry. I mean, how could I teach fitness and nutrition if I wasn't perfect? I actually left the industry for a couple of years because of this. But... As time passed, little by little, I started to find my groove. Just as I fell into fitness and nutrition the first time, I sort of fell into intuitive eating and movement. I started having more fun with food and exercise, focusing on how it made me feel as an act of self-care opposed to how it would make me look. I started participating in classes because I enjoyed them. I ran what I could fit it in because it was almost meditative. I enjoyed walks with friends as social time. And I realized that even though I couldn't devote myself 100% to a fitness regime, moving my body felt good and it helped me clear my head. It was no longer about pushing myself to achieve or maintain some idealized picture of, quote, health. It became about taking care of myself by moving my body and eating quality food most of the time so that I had the energy and patience to feel my best for my kids. I've had to grieve the ideal body, but at the same time, it's been really liberating to not be so obsessed with food and exercise. Talk about learning the hard way or what. It has taken me 43 years, but I'm proud to say that I have discovered what health means for me. Joyful movement, intuitive eating, and how to chase health from a place of body respect without needing to change my body's size or appearance. Health doesn't equal thinness. I have an appreciation for my body for what it allows me to do and experience. I see it as a tool through which I can enjoy life rather than an object I need to control. And you can have this too. I want this for you. It was through all this personal growth that I discovered how deeply diet culture influences the fitness industry and the damage it does to women. I know that I'm not the only one who has been misled by the societal belief that there's only one ideal body that we should all be striving for. Every single day in my practice, I see women struggling to find motivation to exercise, trying new programs or plans to try and lose the weight, killing themselves in the gym, trying to achieve the ideal, or avoiding exercise altogether because they think they're not deserving of the ideal. No matter what the behavior, it all stems from the same belief that we're not good enough. And if our body looked different, maybe we'd be happy or worthy. And it just breaks my heart to see strong, beautiful, smart, talented women diminish themselves to a body. Friend, you are so much more than your body. My mission is to set women free from diet culture. Help them discover what moves them to embrace the body they have right now so they can step out confidently into the life that's waiting for them. Obviously, this is a huge topic and I have a lot of plans for this podcast. There's just so much to talk about. Over the coming weeks, we're going to unpack my 10 principles of joyful movement and how you can incorporate them into your life to have a more pleasant relationship with exercise. In the meantime, you can find my Joyful Movement Manifesto on my website. The link is in the show notes. So next week, we're going to dive right into principle number one, rejecting diet culture. It's a big one, and in my opinion, the most important one of all. It's all about detaching our fitness from our appearance, learning to exercise for feeling good, not for losing weight. Sound interesting? I hope you'll join me next week. I cannot wait to dive into this with you. Thanks so much for being here friend. We'll chat soon. Hey, before you go, I just want to tell you how grateful I am for you. It means the world to me that you're part of our radiant vitality community. I've got a free gift for you. Head on over to my website and download the motivation secret, the simple mindset shift that will get you off the start stop cycle for good. The link is in the show notes. And Hey, if you enjoy this podcast, the greatest gift you could give me is to leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Your shares and reviews help my show get seen by more women just like you who are ready for something different with fitness. And when you share the love, I'll enter you to win a scholarship to Write Body for Me, my 16-week transformative coaching program. Just DM me a screenshot on Insta to show your review or share. You never know, I might give you a shout out on a future episode as well. Bye for now, friend.